right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Earth. Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Are we are we just waiting for Mark Claire or what's going on? I with think that? we're waiting for Car. Car's late today, so you should re- remember. Oh yeah, that. I Wait am. They're not late. Neither of them are late. This is the no. Pre-game. We're early. Yeah, Man, we're early. That Anglo ta- on time mindset that we. That's have. right. It's that's inverse right. colored people time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's just you and me, bud. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, it now is, you got yeah. a new house. What are you going to be doing? So funny story about that. My girlfriend really wanted to host Thanksgiving and my mom straight up told her, no, we're, we're not going to come if you do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My mom alphaed my girlfriend and I have nothing straight to say. Up. And why? She's not my of, wife. Like malice or like. No, just the, she's been hosting Thanksgiving tradition. for like 20 years and uh, she's just she's not, not up let for some young startup. Well, it's like, think about it from her perspective. Like, what is the draw to coming over to my my house? We don't have kids. Like, all the furniture we own is, like, secondhand. Um, She's cooked, my girlfriend's cooked, like, one turkey in her entire life. It happened to come out great. And I'm not just saying that. But, um, like, there's just no, there's no incentive for my mom to abandon tradition to start something new yet. Once I start... Given her the grandkids that she so that she so desires, then maybe she'll be like, "All right, we'll come over." Yeah, I get that. I mean, you'd think that it would be. Listen, I actually, to be completely honest, I think your mom is right. So I wouldn't even. Oh yeah. I also, have I, I did too. To say about it. Yeah, I would definitely. You, there, you don't. That's how. That's just how it goes. Whoever Plus, like, has the largest and longest standing holds Thanksgiving Day dinner. Yeah chain they will remain the the holder of the chain until they die that's just how it works like eventually like me and me and my girlfriend will get married and we'll have kids and then she'll become the matriarch of the family and then she can host thanksgiving but until then like thing is when when kings were brought up from like sometimes if you were a king's son you'd never become the king you know, yeah. you'd be the, you'd be the king for a week and a half before you died, and your grandson ends up being the king. Yeah, that's how it works. While you're not king, you're going to other kings' Thanksgivings. The other, like, well, that's the king. King, the mm-hmm. king holds the Thanksgiving thing, yeah. and so how how that works is when that king dies, the next person in line gets to hold the Thanksgiving, and you know what? Maybe that person dies before they get to hold the Thanksgiving. Tough fucking luck. That's how yeah. God wrote the rules. So yep. how that's how it, there's a hereditary quality to who gets to hold the Thanksgiving dinner. You do not get to be the upstart. Uh, it's just breaking tradition. Yeah. And frankly, it goes uh, against the Mayflower Compact. And uh, well, yeah, yeah, not that, willing to it's do that. not it's against Praxian principles. It's yep. it's there's a variety of reasons, if you will. Yeah. At the end a lot of the of day, reasons. 
at, at the end of the day, I'm going to I'm going to start my day going to the, the high school football game like I normally do. What? Go to my mom's house. And then, oh, yeah, we go to the, like, the hometown high school football Little game. Pop Me. Warner game? Uh, why? It's, it's just something we've always done. It's like, uh, okay. the, it's a Thanksgiving. It, I, I think Is it's, there anybody it's, that you guys know who's playing? Uh, my, my younger brother graduated high school, I think, two years ago, so he still knows some people. He was, like, quarterback and team captain and all that. And oh, I go, like, I'll see you. family. I'll see like my uh, I'll see like my old leaders. Yeah, I'll see like my old teachers and probably some people I I know from my town and like it's just it it's literally just like a social gathering thing. Uh-huh. Uh, we we know that like my hometown team's gonna lose like they've they've lost every year. Uh, right. The one year they didn't lose is because uh, the team that they normally play the next town over the rivals were like gonna be in like the the state finals or something for the the. They sent Some out big, all their trash players. Yeah, yeah. They, they had like their fucking junior varsity, and like the my town team. like whipped their ass, and they're like, yeah, yeah. A couple of but Dominicans like, who could be yeah. forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. They were like white eighth graders, and they didn't. <laughs> they, they didn't stand a chance. <laughs> they didn't stand it. That makes for a good movie, though. That makes for a yeah. good movie. So, um, what is on the table for Thanksgiving? What's the meat? The meat is uh, turkey, spiral ham. Um, oh, what? He's saying multiple meats. Okay. Well, yeah, because like, I, so I make my rounds. I'm, I'm a product. Giving a lot of, uh, of thanks. Broken family. Yeah. Right. So I, I go to my mom's side, and then I go to my dad's side, and then like, oh, well, it's one I, I bounce around. around. Yeah. Okay. So there's all kinds of shit is going to be available. Oh That's yeah. My next line of questioning. Um, my next line of questioning for you is. Uh, do you plan on stirring up any controversies? Uh, there's not a whole lot of controversy to stir up. Like my my mom's pretty on point with everything that's going on. She my stepdad, uh, she's she's like just getting there. She's getting close to being red pilled. Yeah, okay. she's always been skeptical, but she's. Does she say the n word? No, no, she wouldn't. <laughs> no, she's a she's a saint. <laughs> So she's never. She's not gonna. I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know how I became who I am. But yeah, who knows? <laughs> has nothing to do with my mom. <laughs> okay, so she's out. She's out of saying the n word, but in on being red pilled. Yeah, my dad, on the other hand, well, <laughs> your dad on the maybe other, that's well, yeah. Maybe it's hereditary. <laughs> saying the oh, n word is, is comes genetic. From? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He's a he's like a union construction worker, like. You know, very, very populist leaning. Um, and uh, yeah. Like Donald he, Trump. Yeah, he, he was a Trump guy. Donald it's, Trump. And uh, he's he's the one to watch out for on Thanksgiving as far as stirring up uh, stirring up hate and discontent. Uh, what do you think, all these Haitian immigrants? We just got houses for them? Yeah. I yep. don't know how you guys talk. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Does he have a you, you nailed it. <laughs> Is that really it? <laughs> you fucking nailed it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, cool. At least someone is going to be starting some controversy. So, does he get really? Do you have do you have family members who get like embarrassingly drunk every single time you see them? Um, some of my uh, probably the majority of my family members don't necessarily need to be drunk in order to be like that level of embarrassing. Like drunk, embarrassing. Yeah, just like because there's there's very little filter, and um, you know if if you're not if if you're in the out group if you're in the family out group like you're uh not related by blood or like you're, you're say a new girlfriend or 
you know, somebody, a, a friend or a, I don't know, a guest that uh, maybe it's your first time at a holiday function in my family. Um, it can be pretty embarrassing. To you or to the family? Kind of on, for me, on behalf of them. Oh, th you mean they're going to feel embarrassed or you feel yeah. embarrassed for your family? I, I, I feel embarrassed on behalf of my family because I know that they don't feel embarrassment. And I don't really either, but I, I, I have some level of empathy for, you know, so the it's uninitiated. More, it's more of the people you're taking sympathy with the people coming in who might be experiencing a, like a physical level of cringe at whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, yep. Exactly. See, I think that that's something fair enough to feel sorry about, even while you mm. acknowledge there's nothing you can do to change it. You ought to at no. least be like, "Hey, man, I know I'm cringe. It's just yeah, that's how." It and is. I'm going to feed into it, and I just want to apologize. You feed into it. So, what's <laughs> yeah. cringe? Like, what would be a cringe? Let's say I'm there. You've invited your boyfriend over. Well, <laughs> you <know>? well <laughs> for you, you would probably be fine. But say, yeah, like, fit right in. Uh, for example, like the first Thanksgiving, uh, yeah. I brought my girlfriend around, my, my uncle was there and like, without even making an introduction, uh, he's like, so when you and Aaron break up, who's going to have to move out of the apartment? <laughs> like, <laughs> These yeah, are like questions you we were living together. We were living together before we dated. We were all in like the same house. Oh, that's gotta irk some people, huh? Yeah, so so she was like, that was her first impression of just like my extended family. So when you and Aaron break up, who who, who has to move out? That's and fucking that's, brutal. It is fucking. Mark, it's, dude, that's what I said. She was complaining about. It. I was like, man, that's just fucking savage. That's fucking. That is pretty. What's savage. up, man? What's going on, What's up, Mark? Bros? We are uh, recording because that's just how we roll. But you know, feel free to do whatever you want. Say whatever uh, you want. Um, just no, uh, uh, let me, let me, let me put a qualifier on that. Don't call us kitty cats. You know why? Cause we're dogs. We fucking Mac. I, I Mac with bitches. dogs. That's the first thing I said. Oh, I said, what all, right, all right. All right. So that's nice. been established. Well, lion is you, don't, you don't use pussy. video, right? No, no video. All right. Then it's, it's looking at my wrong camera, but it doesn't matter. So fuck it. Well, you look great. Okay, get high first. Is all right. Yeah, get yeah. Well, that's all I'm doing. So <laughs> it's it's all good. Um, where were we? Oh, Aaron. So that's it's just an embarrassing. See, I've never brought anyone over ever. Really? To meet, to meet my extended family. <coughs> never. Talking about females or just people? Uh, yeah, I mean, just anybody. Anybody? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> no, we're never. talking about people. Just, <laughs> my close family, like people, everybody, not females. Knows, everybody knows my mom. Everybody loves my mom. She's a personality. My dad, everybody eventually gets to meet my dad. My dad's pretty cool. He's like a, um, do you, he's like a John Stewart Democrat. It's re hilarious, really, um, watching what that kind of person in that bracket is turning into post whatever the fuck has been going on. It's really interesting to see the evolution. Um, my dad is like a real good pulse for that entire like uh, begrudged services worker, <laughs> white, fifty to sixty like that era. It really nails it. So it's it's great to watch his evolution. And uh, I've the extended family is my extended family is what I would describe as majorly cringe. Mm. So I don't. I think that's everybody's family. Really bad. Yeah, and, and like. 
I'm a very empathetic person. I would call myself an empath, Aaron, you know. Uh, yeah. I've been very empathetic towards you by allowing you to stay on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I just. Because you don't want to hurt my feelings. I, I don't want to, also don't want to subject people to the rest of my family who is pain, painfully cringe. Mm. Why would I want to do pain to someone else? I have a new life yeah. goal to be the first person to, person to, meet, to meet my to family meet members. First family, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Mark Claire. The line of liberty has been very influential to me, so I wanted him to be the first person you ever met that I know. <laughs> I <laughs> he like basically inspired my current path. <laughs> so, Hi, I'm Mark Claire. Lines of liberty, and everybody at the house is like, "Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were bringing a girl." <laughs> no, just my, we got so excited. Just my favorite podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you serve. on the episode with uh, Sam Jacobson the other day? I did do an episode with him, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I was just listening to that on my commute home, and uh, I have to say, I was uh, it it got my brain juices flowing, and um, yeah, awesome. I was I was very happy with the, all the references to Marxism. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he <laughs> knows Marxism now. Yeah. That's the next move. We're yeah, I think it's the the natural the natural path to go on. The if you're going to be libertarian, you may as well be a Marxist. Yeah. The right. the end uh, authoritarian communist pipeline. We haven't talked about the term libertarian probably this entire year. Is that right? Do you think that's I think, I think we're just better off for it, really. <laughs> I agree. Let's continue to askew that. It's weird how I think that there's this entire subject that our listeners are all uh, constantly being inundated about. And we're constantly being inundated about. But we don't bring it up. No. <laughs> and they don't ever ask us to bring it up. So we might as well not, but it's something it's, to be acknowledged. It's a good working relationship we have I, uh, with the like word it. libertarian. Yeah. We should probably yeah, just start like with Bigfoot and go from there. Bigfoot? Well, that's how this whole thing, that's right. And yeah, right. Yeah. Mark, you being my favorite, the most influential podcaster really ever to me. Your favorite Bigfoot-influenced podcaster. You, yeah, you really put Bigfoot on the map for me in a podcasting <laughs> sense. Uh, that was I heard you, and I was like, this guy talking about Bigfoot on a podcast, that means that's what I have to do. I took, that's how I took my inspiration. <laughs> that's how I took my inspiration. I'm here to inspire. Yeah, you are... Uh, <laughs> the top five most inspiring people probably has ever lived. Wow, that's good. Top I'll take five, that. Right? Top five. <laughs> I'm inspired. Especially uh, Aaron, in the crypto, among the cryptic community. Yeah, well, cryptid podcasting, it's a small pool, my friend. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you, you've now, broken so into I, it, though. I think it was a good move. <laughs> it's, it was an excellent move. It was an excellent move. Uh, so, Car Camp, it is late today. That's a shock. If he's even, yeah, that is, a, it's a shocking thing. It's always really the guy that looks thing. the you know that looks the most like corporate or whatever. That's always the most disorganized and late. Like for us, Odie, like he's he's the one that's like, I have a regular job and I'll family and whatever. And then he's always like the, the latest one to everything. Can't get himself organized. He needs to prioritize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get rid of that family for, for starters. No, <laughs> drop that. Drop it all. Never advocate that. I would never advocate defooing your your wife and child. Defooing. Really. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good word. I, we should bring that back. Well, yeah. and that's was that the Stefan Molyneux? Yes, it was. Yeah, that's right. That's where I first heard it. That's the. That's probably the a, last. A child should be able to we ever his talked parents about. if he's in an ab- abusive situation. Yeah, that's my, that's <laughs> what, you, you make him so. We could also silly. disfellowship them. Hmm? You ever heard of what that? What is disfellow? Do you guys? I is remember there was a period of time. 
where I was all in on Stefan Molyneux. Like I, I was, I was, I would take the bus, just take the bus, and for like three hours, load up on Molyneux while I was mm-hmm. traveling around. I can't tell, remember a single thing that he <laughs> that was explained to me by Stefan Molyneux at this point in time. That entire period of time that the memory is gone. It has I leaked out of my head. The last thing I listened to him was the uh, Virginia Tech shooting. He did a good breakdown of like the Virginia Tech shooting. When was this at the time? The, fucking 2015. Yeah, wow. I was on. De- actually, no, I was on deployment. That was like 2013. Good God. Yeah, that's down memory lane. Mark, how about this? Let me entice you about in with, with a with a with a, a thought before we get into some news. Because my I co-host not being here, it's really throwing me off the fact that Carr's not here. We pay him, as you know. He doesn't. He didn't take yes. his TTO today. I got to do a lot of fucking paperwork after this is all over. But I'm gonna chill. Especially if he comes in part way, then you got to calculate the Man, hours. And it's you gotta like, hate that, right? When yeah. you're in the middle, either of take it the day someone, or don't. Yeah. Doom doom, and someone stumbles in, and you're like, "Oh, great, glad you're here." Completely bashes the conversation you were having to smithereens. You gotta slowly welcome them in, and then there's that dead moment of silence. And, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. How are you? Every time, it's brutal, um, and that's probably what'll happen when he comes in here. But that's okay. We're gonna deal with that when we get to it we're gonna uh, rip him a new ass a rip him a new we ass. should I, th- I think when he comes on we should try to we should have a conversation we're gonna pretend we were having the whole time but it won't be the actual conversation we were having and then he can join <laughs> charlie brown brilliantly yes. on a totally different conversation <laughs> what do you think i thought i thought the hanukkah special really spoke to me <laughs> like that. Yeah, we could do that, Let's do that oh one. you guys talking hanukkah well my first the fifth night's my favorite for you mark my first question of the night, we usually cover news on here. I think we usually also give out a King of the Week award. Mark, you're the King of the Week. I mean, I without question, obvious. you've joined us in the King's Sam Council. Jacobs should be in the running, though. He can be my prince because he, he did my show and did uh, Buck's show, and he's, been, he's just been on fire. Prince Sam, Prince Buck. There you go. Two princes, <laughs> one king. We've established a hierarchy here. Your hair, as always, is luxurious. Thank you. It's, um, the, it's the Mexican. The Mexican city pollution is really helping smooth it out even more. Is that where oh, you're right at? Now. Is yeah, that what's right now? Is that where you're at? So how is that? It's fine. It's good. It's cheaper than Los Angeles, but not oh, less no masky. Not less masky. It is a. Really? It is a mask haven. I will say mask Mexico haven. City specifically. Yeah. How is your Spanish coming along? Yeah, it's not bien. I can get around. That I can was do. Good. That was I can do regular human things like around the city and communicate with people, but. Like if my wife has her friends over and they're the, just shooting off in fast manage, like I'll I'll know what they're talking about, but it's like it's I'm 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 three sentences behind all the time. I'm like chasing. Oh yeah, so. for sure. This is going to be me when I have to move down to Miami. Mark, I'm going to propose this now. We okay. should do a podcast where we only speak Spanish to one another, and it's it'll be 25 minutes long, and we'll probably get a minute's worth of actual conversation. in. I Perfecto. think it would be pretty fun. Perfecto. Let's do it. Boom. Let's do it. Vamos. Let's get it done. <laughs> I think that's a terrible <laughs> career move. <laughs> it'll be a side project. It doesn't need to be the I entire. I think it'll be good. I don't think identity. it'll be a side project. I think this will be good. Okay. This is <laughs> the main. The, this is your new main Earth. project. Goodbye, <laughs> <of> <laughs> a, a bird and a lion, Ablan Espanol. How good is that? Right. You have to tell the entire Lions of Liberty listener base. You got to be like, ah. Uh, 
Sorry, I'm going to be focusing on doing the podcast Spanish. Guys, you're not going to believe this. I know it's been a good eight years and all. <laughs> you're not going to be- What nerve you got to have to start that podcast with. You're not going to believe this. With the fucking bird guy? What? <laughs> the fuck? Using the dust to speak Spanish with a bird? Dude, that's it's a hell of a it is a hell of a move. Your main. I like move. the idea of the twenty five minute podcast. That sounds great because it's oh. when I first started podcast, I was like, I'm gonna make them thirty minutes long, and then somehow I just it, they're two hours every time. At two and a half hours yeah. long. Every, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Especially when Howie's on, because then it's, you got to add an extra hour for all the, <laughs> all the tangents and, and everything. God, I love Howie. Yeah, yeah. and Howie will do. So, Howie's the only person who I actually know in real life who has the Alex Jones effect on me. Or like he'll just start explaining something and you're just like I believe what? everything. What? And then it's another subject and you're like, huh? You're like you're just kind of along for the ride. There's a lot Indeed. of powerful things being said. I will now let's get some news out, shall we? Dun, 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 uh, we cover news on the show, as you know. Um, we got OSHA currently backing off, which is a a big solid win. I felt like a little bit of a douche kind of fist pumping for this, but uh it's a good thing. Biden, this was weird. So after the victory, getting the infrastructure bill passed, that is, Biden's doing a speech, and this is a quote from the speech. Quote, how do I cross a bridge in a snowstorm? What happens if the bridge collapses and there's fire on the other side? It's going to take 10 miles longer to get to the fire. He's asking the tough questions. It's out of... Very enlightening. It's something that you might have never considered before. I don't really know what it was. You got to know with Biden, there's no beginning or end. It's just you're only ever going to get the middle of the (laughs) thought. And that's what's (laughs) happening there, I think. Did you guys see the guy dressed around as the Build Back Better Bill? Oh, my God. I'm going to kick that guy's ass. Do I need to live, live Google this thing? I don't even know if you'll be able to find it. You know, Build? I'm just a bill. You know that guy? Back there was a guy better. walking yeah. around Capitol Hill with the I'm with oh, the yeah. Build Back it. Better Bill. That's gross. Costume. I want to really want to kick that guy. I really want to kick that guy. I'm just a Build Back Better Bill. <laughs> I'm sucking out your baby's brains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the occupational safety and telling white people they're the worst. <laughs> I'm just a bill. <laughs> we should write this entire song right now. We I should. think we just did. <laughs> let's yeah. break from the news. Let's go to that. <laughs> let's let's start building our song. So, uh, the whole vaccine mandate gone, or at least paused. Uh, the mandate was set to go into. Uh, work on january 4th indoor workers why not january 6th come on we're so close right such a mess finally come on get the right solution to the right problem right Mm -hmm. there that's what that is that's what that is fourteen thousand dollars per offense that's what you would be being charged if you were to have offended um they're floundering biden administration asked to get uh an appeals court to lift the pause. They said no. And then in like a serious flex, Disney lifts its COVID-19 vaccine mandates because of DeSantis's statewide legislation that was signed into Gov this week. So there's a, a flex there. There's a maybe a small King of the Week 
situation going on there. I'm very yeah. happy about it. Um, it's a good flex. What else do we have here? Moving on from that, that's all of our news. There was, did you guys see that? What Laker, you know, where the Lakers play? A place Very that famous. I, I may have once resided. The land. Oh, you mean from the building where you come? The land from where you come. Crypto.com center. <laughs> the crypto.com center. That's what it's yes. turning into. That's what it's turning into. The crypto.com center. I think it's center. I don't know. It's oh. Staples Center now. It's gonna be crypto.com well, no. something. It's the crypto.com center. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Crypto.com? I, I think it's just a place you buy crypto. I don't know. Or you read about it from or something. It. You must buy crypto from it. It's apparently one of the fastest growing cryptocurrency platforms. I didn't know this. It secures. Now this show is sponsored by crypto.com. <laughs> it's the crypto.com cast. Blue Shoe and crypto.com. <laughs> Dude, that's it. Let's change the name. You How get hard that buy, be if we change the name? <laughs> Crypto.com podcast. And it's just them talking about Bigfoot <laughs> all day. <laughs> the entire episode. Well, they bought the stadium, so now you're going to have players in Crypto.com. I, I, as far as I understand, the guy who works for the CEO of Crypto.com is a very shady guy. Um, that sounds about right. <laughs> Potentially defrauded many people. Company has 10 million customers. Let it be known. 10 million customers. That could be uh, 10 million podcast listeners. I think this is the idea. Fuck, fuck Spanish number. cast. Or yeah, maybe it's crypto.com cast where we just uh, crypto. talk about Bigfoot in Spanish for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just merge everything. The, the, the world's only crypto.com sponsored Spanish Bigfoot podcast. Yep. That's niching down. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you are supposed to do. I'm writing it all down, Mark. I'm writing it all down. <laughs> Please do, because I'm not going to remember. <laughs> well, luckily we're recording this to the chagrin of all of our listeners who are like, what the fuck is going on at this point? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. I was watching this video. I wanted to get your guys' takes on this. I saw a video of, I don't know who put it out. It was BuzzFeed or something. You know, one of these CD applications, these CD journalistic applications, people who have never met in their entire lives getting married. Hmm. I was on Twitter. I was scrolling. It happens Twitter. for immigration purposes a lot. That's not I what saw I saw. But this video. Of this woman, and she's and she's six hundred and fifty pounds. Let's not. Let's just right, say go on. she she's six hundred. I'm, I'm at a yellow light. I've got she's, I got a visual. <laughs> I, just, I just popped the blue too. Go on. Caucasian. She's got dyed red hair, <laughs> in a ponytail. She meets a gentleman. Has I, some Zoom meetings for I don't know how long, two or three weeks, not a long time, they get married. They still haven't met. I saw that. I was watching this. <laughs> that was the conclusion. They got married. They still haven't met. They got married over Zoom. They Is this a, an international Zoom. affair? Or are this they like, is a national affair. They're in, the same, they're in the same country and they didn't even they didn't. bother to have a meeting? They didn't bother. I, you know what? 
I'm not going to say this. She might have had a British accent. Mm, okay. She might have had a British accent. There could she be ulterior motives here. That's all I'm saying. You think? I think it's a possibility. They put it on BuzzFeed. It can't be. <laughs> it can't be that. It can't be misleading. It can't be. It can't be anything but on the up and up. It has to be on the up and up. I don't know. I saw this and I felt, um, you know, a loss in my soul. Felt like there was something there that was sort of lost. How do you feel about it? Did you immediately go on and and, and are you trying to tell us you just got married also on the internet without ever? <laughs> Or without turning on your video. Guys, this is the long like way of saying, I feel like they did me a real disservice depicting my marriage <laughs> in that article. Uh, yeah. My wife actually weighs 625 pounds, not 650 that the article she, dated. She was tremendous, fellas. She was tremendous. And now you're sponsoring her green card from England. And, and the thing that, you know, th there's a thing called catfishing. I think you've heard of this. This is the term where someone will, uh, oh, I don't know, fake who they are on the internet in order to, I don't know how, where it goes from there. You get somebody to date you. I think you want money from them, ideally. Is that what you want? You want money from them? Well, Manti Teo. He was catfished. Some dick. Sometimes you want some dick and you're, cat, you're fishing for it. You remember Manti Teo? <laughs> I do not. Aaron's a, gone. Aaron lost a, audio and he left. Mark, it's just me and you, please. He, he was this football player. Um, I don't know. He played in college, but when he was being drafted, there was this scandal that came out that he had this girlfriend that, that he like met, but I guess he had never, like he met her online and uh, he like talked about his girlfriend all the time, but it turns out it was some fucking guy on the internet. Now he claims he had no idea, but there's also oh. accusations that he might have had an idea, but either way, oh. he, he had never met them. Never met him. Yeah. This no, not this married. Like, you know, they didn't get no, married. married though. Yeah. No. No, he dropped. He dropped it once the whole thing came out. No, there and there was a whole lot of love lost because she wasn't six hundred and fifty pounds. Probably Indeed. a lot more love. And then there. BuzzFeed wrote about it once again. BuzzFeed probably wrote about that too. Yeah. Well, probably. I don't know. I just thought it was fascinating. Aaron, tell me, what do you think about the prospects for humanity in a situation where uh, two people who've never met are getting married? I mean, we, we've had Over similar Zoom. things. We, we've had similar things before, like with arranged marriages and all that. But um, I think that's slightly different than, uh, you know, it, it's, it just goes back to like, what does marriage mean? It's and it it's increasingly becoming less and less. Well, that's a very black pill take. I'm gonna we're gonna move on from that. I think yeah. we're only gonna Sorry. black pill marriage takes. Un unbelievable stuff. On the next um, crypto.com. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm really discouraged. We'll be back with a uh, advertisement from crypto.com. <laughs> Do you want crypto? Come to crypto.com. <laughs> All right, and we're back. <laughs> you want to know my promo code for blue chip? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. Promo code ROAR, baby. Yep. <laughs> Promo code ROAR. Have you secured that? Add Mark? some ROAR to your bed to, to your bedroom. Oh boy. The new Lions branded Bluetooth. <laughs> Have you ever tried any of those things? Brings whole new meaning to the word flagship. Mark, Bye. I took a Bluetooth, right? Listen to this. I took a Bluetooth and I walked throughout 
the subway system for sexual purposes or just recreate just recreation just just to, just i kind of didn't believe it would have had an effect and then it did yeah hmm. and then it did the blue chew was really chewing it was really it's chewing. fucking great i love this it. should be the I commercial for blue chew now they should be the sponsor too there I is a it. it was great i didn't have sex but i felt that i could have or the, or the, <laughs> or the opportunity to arise could have I felt that I could have really, I really could have if I really wanted to. I didn't really had an, want had to. an amazing uh, evening furiously masturbating at home afterwards. So, <laughs> five stars. God, that Use is promo code or for 10% off your <laughs> There's those gas station ones that you can get. Yeah, those are shady as fuck. I think those are just crushed meth, meth crushing the pills. I was thinking yeah, it's, about it's Stacker one. 2 Extreme, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I highly encourage two it. Stacker 2 Extreme. <laughs> This week on the Sacramento Extreme Cast, <laughs> about like Rhino X. What about like stuff? That's what they're yeah. they're always called Rhino X. They're always after some kind of African animal, you know. Satellite Jammer Twelve, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. The crocodile. I, I think it would be worthwhile. I think it'd be worthwhile. Ooh. Mark, I was going to pick your brain. You're hosting a debate coming up, correct? Or um, trying we'll, to? We'll see. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm attempting to. Yes. Mm. And who's 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 this uh, potential debate between? Well, if anybody's on Liberty Twitter at all, you may have seen uh, Dave Smith and this uh, Scott Greer character sort of going back and forth. So uh, I, in conjunction with our friends at Town Circle, proposed I'd basically challenge both of them to do a debate. Scott Greer had said he would, but has been conspicuously silent since the challenge went out. But basically, you pledge money to the thing, and if it happens, then that money goes to buy meals for... I presume people that are needy. It doesn't really clarify. Maybe it, maybe it goes to rich. <laughs> it buys meals for me. Yeah, yeah. like what about me, Mark? It, it buys I'm me a not... year of, of, of tacos here. Um, yeah, so yeah, I don't know who the meals go to. I presume someone that needs the meal badly. Uh, but anyway, yeah, if the debate happens, then you unlock those meals. So yeah, and w- what was the context of this argument? The, see, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how it started. I think it started with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing somehow leading to a conversation about the police and Dave kind of saying like the police aren't your friends. They enforce all these laws. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. That was how it kind of started, but then it evolved into just like some foreign policy shit and it just turned into more of like a libertarian conservative battle. So that's kind of yeah. the premise is more just debating libertarianism versus conservatism. Yeah. Um, what I took out of it was, uh, I think people like Tho Bishop and, um, the, the, the paleo libertarian side is kind of caught between a rock and a hard place on this. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like their strategy is kind of like, maybe you shouldn't just go hard on the right. Maybe you should try to embrace them as allies, at least on the things where they, we have things in common, whether it's just being against vaccine mandates or whatever the fuck. Um, but I forget what the fuck else I was going to say because of the state of things. I mean, it's it took, it took too many blue juice before the show. It's entirely consistent with, uh, you know, today's brand of conservatism to view the urban police departments as the enemy, as the same thing as you totally. would a tech, a tech company. Yeah. And that, that should be more Dave's angle. Like to say like, it's, it's the, it should be the conservative yes. position to be skeptical of these guys. That's, Not, that's what I was getting at. That's yeah. the way that de- if this debate happens, that's how, and I'm, I'm nobody, but I mean, if, if I were Dave, that's how I would approach it. Um, I have a feeling he's, he's going to go. He, takes, he, he listens to take notes on how to do Bluetooth ads. So Yeah, yep. <laughs> I, I do love Dave's part of the problem ads for Bluetooth. He's like, we want you to have great sex. Like, you are. 
they need more. These guys, your audience oh, needs more than man. Bluetooth. Oh, man. Mine would be like, I want you to have a big dick. Like, I want to <laughs> focus on the customer. The, the Legion of Skanks Bluetooth ads are fucking phenomenal. That's what got me. <laughs> really? That's why I have a closet full of Bluetooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my nightstand is just like bursting forth. More so than my penis is bursting forth. <laughs> Somehow. Bluetooth.com. Promo code R. Fascinating. <laughs> What do you got, Bird? What's next on the docket? You got man, I got a lot of things, but I'm wondering where my goddamn co-host is. You know what? Fuck him. We're gonna. I wouldn't be concerned. We. I feel like we got a good good vibe here. Oh, we do. But you know, once he's gonna have to use a full day at PTO. When someone doesn't show up to work, you just it's it's discouraging to say the least. Very discouraging. It's not good. We have to pick up the slack. That's all. Unreal. Really unreal. Um, I got a couple of lightning newses. This will be fun. The Biden double whammy requiring whammy. truck drivers crossing land borders to be vaccinated and also tapping 50 million barrels of strategic petroleum reserves. Mm. That's a double whammy. Mm, That'll do be those a things conflict in any way? I'm... I wonder oh. how they might conflict at all or how the oil actually gets here. Um that's as an accelerationist, fun. I absolutely love it. I am in full support of And as a guy who has president. to physically move his his um, property from New York to Miami during mm. the period of time when this is going to all come into effect and while really learning jack Spanish up the prices, uh, 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 it's stunning. It's stunning. You can't. I, I hate this. I'm I'm really starting to feel the um, effects. When is, here. when is this move happening? When's this Miami move happening? This move is happening in literally the first week of January. Sweet, so it's locked in. It's not a hypothetical. This is not a hypothetical. Can and you get a also, room with Clint Russell. How long is Clint down there? I have no idea. I, Clint I just can ask him went when I'm down next there. Next but, week. Yeah, ask him. All right. Figure that I'll, out. Uh, send him your number. Clint was, Clint was down there and he was partying, and I and then it seems like he's just been partying down there every single day. He looks like he's in, he's either in a giant loft overlooking Manhattan or has a green screen of a giant loft overlooking Manhattan. What one or the other? And Manhattan. Either way, Miami. Amazing. Yeah. Either way, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, deeply impressed. Very. I don't powerful. know why I chose this green screen. <laughs> or or that state. The grandma's grave screen. The grandma grandma's uh, drapes green screen. It's a classic. <laughs> Unreal. So I guess besides that, we have the oh, you'll this will be fun. The Unite the Right got sued. I don't know if you saw this. The people who organized it, Richard Spencer and the like, twenty six million dollars. That was the settlement for running somebody over for the juice thing for the entire thing. You can't entire uh, Unite the Right thing. All of the mm. damages that that happened. Apparently, they're getting sued for. Should sue the cops. You should probably sue a lot of people. You should probably sue a lot of people. The second part of this is, this was hilarious to me. Travis Scott, Astroworld, the very the very events which happened. Our, our Conspiracy Corner episode on that got taken off of YouTube, and it was an unlisted uh, episode, too. So it was, only, it was only a private link, and they took it down. Wow. wow. For medical misinformation. Yet. I mean, Howie did wildly oh, speculate that maybe the people dying were had just gotten vaccines or something. So, I mean, Ooh, it was yeah, wild medical speculation, but that's not. No, the algorithm mm. will get you. 
Yeah, the algorithm. But I was just surprised it was even. We thought our private stuff was safe because usually that stuff never gets touched. Meanwhile, I have an episode the same week public that's talking about one six and the election and like everything you're not supposed to say, and that that one doesn't get touched. So you, you can never tell. Satan. Let's just say it's Satan. That works for me. That works we for agree? everybody. Cool. Let's just say it's Satan. Travis Scott, Apple Music being sued for two billion dollars <laughs> right isn't that good that's amazing <laughs> somebody told right. me that I, I was sitting i was sitting on a couch just kind of on my phone somebody goes did you see that travis scott is getting sued now are they suing live nation or travis scott everyone everyone is getting sued and they they might be able to get that because live oh, nation they, is fucking might. huge but Travis, on all of the, Travis the Scott, news headlines, yeah. Travis Scott is being sued for $2 billion yeah. is a fucking hilarious headline. So I'm very thankful for that. I'm sure he's um, very well off, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> well, It'd be hilarious if he owed that money and had to like work it off as like their butler or something. Doing more concerts? <laughs> or he has to do concerts? Yeah, he has to do, has to do con- oh, private no. concerts at their houses. And, yeah, the and every want. concert he does, more people are dying. So <laughs> and then he has to do more concerts for them. He has to perform at all their funerals. They and just cascades and cascades. He's <laughs> like, can we just do one funeral this year, guys? Or like, Travis ends up having to do like multiple concerts a day to try and pay this off he's just constantly the travis scott paradox it's called and he's at people's funerals doing astro world bits uh it's just it's like the big mouth and they gotta walk through to get to the hardest working man in show business he's just trying to to pay off oh my god so yeah two billion dollars they might be able to get it as you said aaron They, they might be able to get it um did you guys come to any conclusions on that episode mark as to whether or not satan was involved well there's never conclusions and there's never consensus because jb doesn't believe anything he's mr science and blah 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 and then how he believes everything happened so then you're trying to sort out everything in between but uh i mean i i think we could almost at least maybe even jb could almost kind of agree that even if there's not literal spirits at a concert like that literal demons that are being summoned through satanic imagery and such that maybe at least that all that imagery does do something to people in a certain situation. And then you combine that with the heat and the fucking whatever, maybe some vaccines and whatever the fuck going on. I don't know. Um, then maybe it starts, people start acting crazy. So maybe even if there's not literal spirits, maybe there's, you know, dark forces at work in some way through this weird imagery that maybe just makes people react in a certain way. Cause it's intrinsically inside us to sort of fear the devil. And maybe that just, causes people to act fucking crazy. So either way, I think, I think, I think it plays a factor. I think, the, I think the imagery in some way plays a factor regardless of, of your take on it, whether it's mystical or more material. I, I will commit to the idea that the imagery plays a factor and it's the devil. I will also go. Yes. Second I mean, that, that's my, go, that's my actual synthesis. Yeah, just, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. You're giving us the, the, the rational yes. centrist take Mark. <laughs> right. that it, I try to give you the, the CC consensus and then my actual thoughts. Right, the, which the, is the, always the most extreme thing. The normal consensus that demons are either <laughs> physical or simply metaphysical, but they exist and they control through right. imagery yeah. the ways that we. The very moderate are, position. That's that the moderate position, and then your extreme position that also they are real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much extremer opinion. Uh, there is another piece of news. This is really weird. The FBI and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention were investigating the past week 
vials that Neat. showed up. This is crazy. The, the they were found pox. in the Merck facility, uh, labeled smallpox. This happened outside of Philadelphia on Tuesday. That's like cartoonish, like in a thing yeah. labeled smallpox. It <laughs> really is cartoonish. They were reportedly 15 of the vials that they found. Uh, Yahoo News ended up reporting this. Five of the vials were labeled smallpox. Ten were labeled vaccinia. Uh, the discovery of the vials prompted a lockdown of the facility. It has since been lifted. But they found these questionable vials of smallpox or something like that. During a policy exchange think tank interview, the chair of the UK Parliament's Health and Social Care Select Committee, Jeremy Hunt, was talking to Bill Gates. Bill Gates. There it is. Yep, there yep. it is. He's been dropping smallpox yeah. hints lately. All makes sense now. Bill Gates randomly warned people about a smallpox bioterror attack. Yeah, so, uh, there's been a lot of uh, smallpox-related uh, coincidences surrounding that um, as far as, like, funding and, like, what, what the Gates Foundation's doing and all that. Uh, I'm too retarded to remember it all, but... Uh, I think Tony Fossey owns a small uh, small stake in a, in a smallpox uh, vaccine production company, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. I've, I've so, does TLA. Yeah. so does TLA. Yeah, we got it. Sponsored by smallpox vaccine. <laughs> Pfizer. Learn more at crypto.com. <laughs> you got to keep your portfolio. You got to buy the pox coin. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way. The more in the news Pfizer is, the more money we make. It's good for me. It's good for my 401k. Good for mm -hmm. that. Oh, yeah. So there was a the interview with Hunt. Bill Gates says stuff like, what if a bioterrorist brought smallpox to 10 airports, which is weird. Specifically and 10. That's interesting. 10. Yeah, specifically huh. 10. And then he also says there's naturally caused epidemics and bioterrorism caused epidemics that could be way worse than what we've experienced today. You know, so he's, that's Did he where, just call COVID a bio, a bioterror weapon epidemic? I, I think there was some statements about COVID that were made in it where he likened it to smallpox. I think that there's, <laughs> Also, a lot of um, like there's just because of this story about the vials, smallpox is kind of everywhere, and it's been difficult to find out what the relationship is, why this is happening. But it turns out, at least this is the latest news that I found on it, is that the smallpox vials were all vaccines for smallpox, the ones that were found mm -hmm. in the freezer uh, in that Philadelphia Merck facility. It is illegal. For them to hold vials in freezers. So why they were in there, we don't know. Why they were labeled the way they were was just kind of weird. We don't know. It seems weird that, I don't know, you've ever, have you ever given blood? Or like, have you ever been to a, a, a clinic at all? And they have to collect fluid from you? Is there ever just one word? No, it's usually a, they 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 have a label maker. Big right label there. maker yeah, with yeah, like right. twenty yeah, it's never different just things. Like, here's the name of this thing. There's numbers and written in Mark's, Mark's piss. That's never <laughs> yeah. nobody's ever taken it that way. So I don't know what what that means. It says smallpox on it. Like they didn't have a label maker. It was just some sticky. It's it was I a piece of blue duct tape. If it's not like a coordinated uh, precursor to a. Uh, false flag bioweapon attack uh it's probably just some lab tech like fucking around that's yeah it had to be a joke or something that somebody found 
or someone forgot hilarious about. so <laughs> funny, funny. yeah it, it, in the freezer dude, like nailed what freezer? it the food freezer like, so bro, that smallpox thing. gag you pulled oh my god so funny <laughs> unbelievable what larry if, what if you get laid off and nobody hit your smallpox gag yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you me. get back in the building no i was um i know like those pharmaceutical companies they have uh cryo freezers that they store all their like pipettes and shit in well, it was illegal for them to do it in that case. So I don't know if like it, I don't know who if they if anybody thought that that mattered. I all I know is that it was illegal. I don't know what that means. But but well, I think it, it is noteworthy. It leads me to believe that it was probably a lab tech like fucking around cuz they're the only ones that mess with those cryo freezers. It concerns me how much you know about this. Well, I, not, I work not in, a lot. I, I I work in a lab building. Oh. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm a I'm a party. So, so those deadly viruses. Right how do I? What's the code to get into those deadly viruses? <laughs> oh, it's five yeah. eight three one, dude. <laughs> Great. Thanks. That's that's the joke at my work. Is like, oh, uh, this pharmaceutical company's uh, their their labs feeling a little hot, and it's really it's really interrupting their virus making. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a union? Am I in a union now? Do you have one now? Oh, okay. That's been an interesting thing. Is I found out that, like one, of, well, it's this. Is, I think is expected for a lot of people is that the unions are really leading uh, the charge against vaccination policy. Um, I suddenly, that, I love unions. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's hit and miss. Um, I think most union workers are vehemently against it. I'm not getting it's, a fucking vaccine. Yeah, it's and it's uh, it's. I'm it's working like on the, the docks, ain't got no fucking vaccine. No, yeah, no, much. Biden. We're all dock workers. Everybody's yeah. ever been. That's in every a union, union, right? Is a dock worker. All just, dock I just workers. see. I just saw the wire, so that's you know. That's all I know <laughs> about unions. That's my entire knowledge of unions is from that. Season my two. dad's been in the union for like 25 years now for uh, bricklayers and stonemasons, and uh, like his the 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 peasants in the union. Are threatening like wildcat strikes and shit if they go if they try to mandate anything, but um, he they they're just not talking about it. Like the the people that run the union aren't talking about it, yeah, which is which is good. Yeah, that's a yeah, win. Even better, that's a win. Yeah, no news is good news. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, that's the same reason like NFL players don't have to vaccinate, but but you know every employee does because they're not in the union, or what I think it's the same for most sports leagues. Uh, but then they they do all these extra rules and things and basically make them pariahs if they're, if they're not. So they yeah. you know they because that doesn't violate the union rules, but the, to actually make a new rule like that, well, it might not be hard now since so much of the league is is vaccinated. But you know unless the rules there, they can't just insert it. Well, they they just sick the media on one at a time, pick them off. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Cole Beasley. That's yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. That was I. I. I'm very happy with this dynamic. I. I don't want to disrupt it, but I have a story. Tell your you story. Hear a story. Do you guys want to hear a? Just fucking go. Let's 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 <clears throat> get into this. In 2010. In the wake of the 2008 financial crisis, the Rockefeller Foundation, one of the major philanthropic organs, also a sponsor of Timeline Earth. 
Very true. <laughs> Very go to go to the Rockefeller Foundation and put in N in the get your free T-shirt. <laughs> get your free T-shirt. <laughs> now, I would like to actually rock a Rockefeller Foundation. <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? I'm gonna start wearing this. Right. Imagine America- like a Rockefeller Foundation snapback hat. <laughs> yeah, make America Rockefeller again. And Rockefeller Pogs. That's I like it. Which should be the title of this episode. <laughs> Rockefeller Pogs. I'll put it in. Got it. I'll submit it. We don't have yeah. the balls to tell you now. <laughs> big timer. Now, in 2010, members of the Rockefeller Foundation met in a strategic planning exercise where future events that may or may not uh, be possible are gamed out ostensibly future scenarios and their planning is prudent in regards to public health at least so nobody saw it as a threat to masses at large however everything that was possible was done to keep information away from the general public as to increasing censorship which was used Health information was was tapped into. The exercise was conducted by the Global Business Network, which is now defunct, but connected to many Silicon Valley influence peddlers. And still sponsoring this program somehow. For now, for now, but I'm 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 not gonna relent on them. Global strategy firms specializing in helping organizations like you know NGOs government organizations adapt and grow in uncertain volatile worlds Peter Schwartz Stuart Brand if you know any of these names futurists is what they're called all of them are connected to the SRI International the Stanford Research International they all began this thing called the lockstep program uh, the lockstep program is this set of scenarios that was put together um, where they would game out the response to zoonotic viral pandemics that were meant to wipe out millions of people across the globe. It's not a very long read, but this is what was submitted and is known as the lockstep scenario. This was written again, by the Rockefeller Foundations in the summary document of one of their likely scenarios. <clears throat> They're smart guys. Yeah. yeah. What we say? Wow. I can't, I can't believe how accurate they were. We should send them more money. A new influenza strain originating from wild geese mm. was extremely virulent and deadly. Oh, that's way different. Even the most pandemic-prepared nations were quickly overwhelmed when the virus streaked around, infecting 20% of the global population and killing 8 million people in seven months. The pandemic also had a deadly effect on economies. International mobility of both people and goods screeched to a halt, debilitating industries like tourism and breaking global supply chains. Eight even million locally, seems a bit high. <laughs> even locally. I believe it's closer to six. <laughs> normally bustling shops and office buildings sat empty for months. The pandemic blanketed the planet, 
disproportionate numbers of people died in Africa, Southeast Asia, and Central America. Where oh, they're the way off there. Like yeah. wild Still going to miss. I, th- that's Idiots. why I'm reading it, because you can hear there's a lot of misses here. There's also some weird swings. But even in developed oh. countries, containment was a challenge. The United States' initial policy of strongly discouraging citizens from flying proved deadly in its leniency, accelerating the spread of the virus, not just within the U.S., but across borders. However, a few countries did fare better, China in particular. The Chinese government's quick imposition and enforcement of mandatory quarantine for all citizens, as well as its instant and near-hermetic sealing off of all borders, saved millions of lives. Why are they speaking in the past tense? That's right. Is it like a story? Like, why are they speaking in the past tense? Because this was their game scenario. This was their game scenario. I see. It's like this um, was written in 2010. So, Mark, do you see how you thought you were? They were talking about the coronavirus pandemic. We are I, the former. No, I did until I heard about the geese, then that they're way off. Yeah, they. Any th- that's what freaked me out about this is because as much as you can hear the misses, it sounds like they're talking about the coronavirus right now. Now maybe maybe all pandemics are like that. Um, they also talk about uh, the extreme measures to protect citizens. Chinese government takes. During the pandemic, national leaders flex their authority and impose airtight rules and restrictions, mandatory wearing of face masks, body temperature checks in communal spaces like train stations and supermarkets. Even after the pandemic fades, more, authorita- more authoritarian control and oversight of citizens is intensified in order to protect themselves from the spread of increasingly global patterns, leaders around the world put a firmer grip on power. Again, this is 2010. At first, the notion of a more controlled world gained wide acceptance and approval. Citizens willingly gave up some of their sovereignty and their privacy to more paternalistic states in exchange for greater safety and stability. Citizens were more tolerant and even eager for top-down oppression and oversight. Across the developing world, however, the story was different and more variable. Top-down authority took different forms in different countries. Uh, Higher capacity countries, uh, higher caliber authoritarianism in countries with strong and thoughtful leaders. uh, Places like India uh, went down. uh, Air quality went up dramatically. Mm, So they... Now you see where it's really going. Yes. The point of this is, and it goes on and on and on, basically the outcomes are a more controlled world, virulent nationalism, IP policies that protect uh, um, things like data encryption. This is all the things that they found out. Civil unrest develops uh, all across the world. Beverages, food, have smart packaging New diagnostic systems are developed. They call most of the things that actually ended up happening it is, is, in short, what's going on here. Now, the Rockefeller Foundation, which does have connections to a lot of NGOs, government organizations, I don't think they have any connections to the Wuhan Virology Lab. <laughs> Maybe they do. But what ended up being the case was, if you read the entire thing, this is, like, very close to what ended up happening. Uh, and now, Mark, maybe you picked up on it. What I picked up on was the language is very clearly 
in favor of a Chinese style authoritarian regime, yeah. uh, at least in response to the pandemic. Yeah, but you could say that about any of our podcasts. So what does that really mean? <laughs> And, and there's the uh, there's the little one liner in there about oh and uh, pollution got much better in India yes. so maybe yeah. that we should just do and now I think yes. it was just like a couple weeks ago they just had their first climate lockdown in India yeah from air quality someone yeah. died of climate yeah you know about that right I'm sure yeah, yeah. You know patient that. zero patient zero climate they're gonna death. start suing people for their carbon uh, output. Mm-hmm. it's crazy now. so did they uh predict the pandemic i don't know uh it sure seems like they had a good uh was there anything about bigfoot in there or, or is that i didn't see anything that... about bigfoot in the document itself now there may be other documents published by the facility that talk about bigfoot um bigfoot has been pretty quiet during the pandemic actually he really he has might... been well hopefully we didn't kill him He's just in. Um, he's like super quarantining. He's like he saw one oh, look at the news. Man, and he's like he's a, nah, he's dude, a mega nah. master. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Karen, Karen Bigfoot. Bigfoot is like really instead of taking mask, people yeah. in the woods, he's scolding them for not not being masked. <laughs> just throwing oh. feces at them. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Did the Rockefeller Foundation uh, create a scenario so that the elites of the world could prep and plan for how they could push their climate control policies and their uh, bodily tracking uh, technologies all at the same time via a global pandemic or I think there are many overlapping interests that all um, for one reason or another, let's just say Satan, uh, all want to steer things in a similar direction. So whether or not they're predicting the specific event, they're laying the groundwork for things I think they'd like to see, whether it's the Chinese style control, the climate lockdowns, the, you know, people be wanting a more, sub- more submission and w- more oppression or what have you. So whether it's like Travis Scott, whether it's in- it directly the thing predicting the thing, or whether it's just all leading to the same thing, we can all just, again, blame Satan. I like the like Travis Scott is just a good. It was a situation. <laughs> it's a great much transition. Like, to we saw with like Travis Scott, it, and and nobody will have to question you. You could just be like, yep, like the. It Travis wouldn't Scott be too much of a stretch to say that the people involved in that war game probably had some type of consulting capacity for the people involved in this current war game. I thought you were going to say involved in in the Travis Scott set. And maybe so. Maybe. Uh, the I, answer think, is, I think there's there's got to be some overlap there for sure. Yeah, yeah oh, answer is probably. We need some demonic imagery for this concert. Ah, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me call this guy the Rockefeller. Let me call the Rockefellers. <laughs> do you want to do viruses or do you want to do demonic imagery? Can we do? Can we do both? I know there's a guy at the Rockefeller Foundation. Tony Rockefeller. He, he's the one that does the sets. <laughs> You got to be like you got you can't possibly work for the Rockefeller Foundation and be like yeah I'm the good guy. Yeah. No way. You definitely have to at least be like, oh, maybe I'm the bad guy. There has to be some of that. I don't know. Um, I think personally that, Aaron, what you said makes the most sense. There's probably people embedded in this thing that were embedded in the COVID-19 response. And I think the more alarming thing about that isn't that they called it, but that they managed to move everybody's wills in the same direction as what they predicted would happen is still a pretty impressive feat. I don't know. you got to know human beings pretty well. There were a lot of people who didn't think that the response to the pandemic would be as enthusiastic as it was. Uh, I certainly did not realize it was going to be this way very early on. So I don't know. I I, I think it's weird to say the least. Well, yeah, even that goes I back it was to a, 
Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that goes back to your episode with uh, Sam Jacobson, how you two have completely different experiences with um, with this whole thing. And I'm I'm more in line with you in that this has been like the scariest time of my life, like as far as not not knowing where I'm going to be like next week. You know, will I have a job? Will I have a house? Will I have a, a significant other? Um, and like, you know, people like Carr and Sam are like, ah, I, I can't go to the gym and that sucks. But <laughs> other than Carter. that, like, it's been nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My tennis court was shut down for two weeks. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was difficult. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen it from every angle. I've seen it from uh, being personally affected by it directly right when it started again later on. Uh, and also seeing the culture change so much. I remember I went on like a two week vacation to Florida back in like last April, which is fucking awesome. Cause suddenly I was in a place where no one was wearing masks. Um, not no one, but like hardly compared to Los Angeles, no one. Uh, and I, and then, uh, came back and I came back to work after two weeks. This is like April. I think when the vaccine started to really roll out to regular people and suddenly like everybody was asking me if I got my vaccine. Like it was just like, it, it was like, it was like I was talking to a zombie suddenly. It was like I got the same question from fucking everybody. And that's when I really started to get not. I mean, I was obviously knew that things were going answer? in a bad direction. I just I, I, don't, I never said I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I, just, I think I just either said no or I think I mostly said no. I think because I, I was just like, but I was so bamboozled by the question. I'm like, why is this even being asked to me? Um, and I, I think for some people, I probably went more into like, no, fuck that. Why would I want that? Or, or like, no, I don't need that. But then, you know, before I knew it, everyone had it before there was even like mandates coming in. Pretty much yeah. literally everyone I knew had it. So you don't need a mandate in, in certain places when there's a culture. Same thing here in Mexico City. I mean, there's no mask mandate, but everywhere I go, everyone's wearing a mask. If we, my, my wife and I go for an hour long walk, we're probably the only two faces we'll see the whole fucking time. And there's no law saying that. That's just like the culture has decided we're going to wear these masks now. Huh. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. How? How has your um? I am moving. Have you found yourself like? Uh, I I have this theory that the people that are in like really deep blue lockdown mandate states are radicalizing past with like within our sphere of libertarianism or whatever you want to call one it. One way or the other, they're radicalizing. Yeah, they're either COVID blue pilled, and if they were already on that side of things, which they most people I would know are uh in los angeles so they got more radicalized for the most part going their way and then yeah like i'm as fucking radical as can be now i mean so yeah yeah i mean i think if you're on the other side of it how could you not be radicalized yeah and i i see it especially within our sphere of like libertarianism is the people in the lockdown deep blue states are radicalizing past the people that aren't so yes. much affected by I think it so too yeah that's I causing think... a lot of friction within within our sure. community for sure i think that's a huge part of it i think like like i don't know someone like Tho gets it like because he gets he he understands why he's lived an easier life and it's like desperately wants to cling on to it and will do anything to, to make that happen uh, but i think other people in other states or maybe just other situations it's not like they don't know like they know maybe you know in in on paper they know but they didn't feel it and they're not yeah. fucking, they didn't feel like their life and was being crushed around them by it so they might not have the same kind of reaction. They might be like, oh, it's not that bad. You know, whatever. They did the mask thing for a while. But like, that's not what some of us experience at all. Like I experienced just like, I still experienced it. I'm still in, I'm here in a blue city in Mexico and I, I can't stand seeing masks everywhere. So I mean, this isn't going to be a permanent spot for us. We're here for, for reasons. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a totally different experience. Just spending those two weeks in Florida last year was just like life changing. It was like, oh, I need to be here or somewhere similar to yep. here. Hey, move yeah. to Florida. It's, it's uh, what we're looking at. 
Hell yeah. Well, nothing's Come in Sony yet, we, but we, we, we have a lot of things, a lot of moving big parts. Big thing going, going on, on in Florida. There's a big thing going. There's like a, a in no way a, a, a unified organization of people moving to Florida. But it's I like that even better. Though. There's no free state of Florida project, but people are just exactly. Going. A lot of people want to liken things going on in Florida to the free state project. It's just not the same. It's there's nobody going there because they're participating in some sort of yeah. Movement nobody signed or a pledge. Anything. Yeah, there's no which. Hey. Free State Project, from what I understand, is doing just fine. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Miami guy. They're yeah, like my, uh, they're, they're think like this hair is going to live in the snow. Plan B. That's your like, plan B, Aaron? It is, yeah. Like, because I, I do want to. Well, yeah, what's plan A? Crypto.com I mean, ads? Miami. Plan A, is, plan A is hopefully, hopefully nothing bad happens. Your plan, plan B, B is, uh, is to move there? Oh. Yeah, like if, if yeah, shit goes down, I mean, I, I got like my family here. I, I kind of want to like, you know, be around somewhat of a support network, you know, blood related. That's why we're here in Mexico City because my, my whole wife's family's here. So we have so much help us. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's a big factor. All right. Well, I'll be in Miami. <laughs> I know. I Believe me. Believe me. I would move there in a heartbeat if I didn't have like roots here. Roots in the north. Just make sure you get a bunk bed so, we, so I can stay over. I'll, Mark, I I'll, have a, a I'll have a nice king size bed for us two kings. That yep. works too. To share, one one shareable king sizer, <laughs> and it's one of those ones where you can you can program the softness of each <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, and we can have the softest. You can have the softest night's sleep you've ever had. <laughs> Excellent. I hope you're, yeah, I hope you're happy about that. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, do you have anything for us? Have you got anything that's been, really been in your craw? Any uh, soapboxes you want to stand on? Anything you really want to take a hard nah, stance on? I've been on doing right that here? a lot lately. Now, now I'm kind of more into talking about the Hollow Earth and uh, you know Bigfoot and um, the, that's the it. Tartarians. Maybe that's the transition. That's, that's I've become very interested in the Tartarian thing lately. I remember, I remember Dude, you did an episode with Pete like maybe a year or two ago, and then that I somehow that's one that had escaped me prior to that, and then I started diving deep on that, and I'm I'm fucking fascinated. By the whole it, the whole fake history thing or whatever, it just I that that, that makes me go. There's a circles. whole fake history thing in yeah. several different generations of history. Totally, yeah. Yeah, but like the Bronze idea that, that, that might, we might only be like a couple hundred years into a thing instead of like thousands of years into a thing that that the idea. The time of Jesus Christ was less than one thousand years ago. That's something that I remember Carr and I on this podcast reading out as we scrolled onto a web page. I can't even remember what episode it was. Listeners will remember posted in the Twitter thing if you remember what it is. It we read from this guy's website who believed we were within the millennium of before Christ's return. Um and he like took out basically took out over a thousand years of, of history as we understand it in the mainstream to do it. And man, it's a fucking weird theory, but it's definitely bones me up. I like that lost time stuff. What's your Speaking favorite? Boning up, time? Uh, go to bluetooth.com and get <laughs> slash yourself. Use promo <laughs> code TLE <laughs> slash lost time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite lost time thing? Uh, Mark, um, so what's the Tartarians thing that they're saying basically like what, like what would be the equivalent of the late 1800s? We had a mud flood and that just wiped out a bunch of shit and we kind of did a reset then. That, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, a whole, that a whole, yeah, whole society of people. Yeah. Wiped out. 
I've seen some of that architecture stuff they, they show you like the, or like, have you seen like the paintings of the, this is now I, I just totally switched subjects. Cause I was thinking of like, um, paintings and there's like a, a painting of this world fair in like 1911 that shows like, uh, it's like a flat earth thing and a fucking dome around the fucking thing and the, the hollow earth situation. And yeah, I'm just, I'm fascinated by everything like that. doesn't mean it's, I believe it, but it doesn't mean I don't. Well, you can certainly, if you want to believe it, you can, nobody's going to stop you from, you're more than welcome that. on this podcast. If you <laughs> yeah, do. Well, that's why I'm here. It's literally it, why it, I'm here. The whole, I know, I know I can say all sorts of weird shit and it's okay. That's what we do. On Dave Smith can't handle conspiracy, Mark, you know? <laughs> yeah. And me, evil Mark has been coming out a lot lately uh, on the timeline. I really appreciate I don't know. that. I think yeah. I'm a positive guy, you know, she's got to get me. On I the right think, track. yeah, I think you're a positive guy, but um, yeah, you also, sometimes you get intense, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You gotta I'm get keeping it, it real, Mark is what I am. I'm not going to put it around real the subjects. You know? No, pussyfoot free Mark. <laughs> Zero pussy. Took the pussy out of the cat or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, kitty cat. New kitty cats. (laughs) Hi, yo, kitty cats. Head over to bluechew.com and take the pussy out of that cat. You just got code lore for 10% off your order. Speaking of beating the bush. That's an ad. That's an ad, dude. I have have some experience with this. The transitions are the key. That's really the key to the whole thing. The key to the whole thing. Let's see if we can find something out about Tartaria here. It is. It's about lying, um, just trying to cover up history. It's a type of great reset. Um, the whole thing. I, I do now. Area. I do now often notice, like on that trip to Florida, we also went to New York City for a few days first. I think we yeah. tried to connect or something. That or I ignored you. I forget which one. And uh, and uh, there, I, I do remember. <laughs> I do Why remember thinking. Moosed? I do remember thinking to myself, like I seeing, like noticing some of those, uh, you can see some of those windows that are like underground. And I remember thinking about oh, you guys yeah. talking about that stuff. And I was like, Hmm, yeah, that is weird. Why would you have, why would you have a window there? It's, it's fucking weird, dude. It's really weird. There's the whole conspiracy thing. I, I think Tartaria makes sense. How do I say this? It, it's a, it's like a historically you can you can do this. Eighty nine A.D. is the first reference to a Tartarian group of people, so on and so forth. But there's accounts of this thing Tartaria that disappear for like eleven thousand years. So in eighty nine A.D., there's sources about Tartaria. Uh, Scythians, also known as Tartarians. Then, writings don't pop back up until 1206. That's the yeah. earliest known Tartarian reference after this gap in time. Where did they live? Tartarians? Yeah. Uh, Are they like nomadic people, or is there a place that <laughs> specifically <laughs> they, occurred? No, there there's is, like there's the a... Caucasus, right? Hey. <laughs> Well, Speaking of caucuses, that's, head that's an edit. <laughs> edit that out. I gotta edit that. Man, what if I put a bleep over caucuses? <laughs> People would just assume I dropped an end bomb. That's yeah, they actually would. Yeah, um, they would be found, Mark, in the span of area between modern day Moscow and somewhere in Mongolia. Oh, I can totally buy it. A civilization disappearing out there. No, no one goes there. Not many things going on. Out Ever met there. someone that's been to Mongolia? I haven't. 
I haven't either. I'm not even sure if it's real. I'm going to start I'm, Mongolia isn't real. Neither am I. Uh, but that's that's the whole thing. That's how they get the Tartaria conspiracy theory, how things are weird, is that there's no mention of this Tartarian thing for like over a thousand years. It's, it's very, it is very odd. Um, or at least that's one part of the theory. Um, so yeah, that's your favorite lost time. I like that one. I think so, yeah. I, I mean, what, what are some others? What, what are missing? The other one I know of is that the Bronze Age was like 2,000 years shorter than what people say. Hmm. Um, I, I, I don't exactly know how that is calculated. Maybe I can find it with a quick Google. Bronze Age lost time. Uh, no, well, you know what? I'll, I'll promise you this. I'll do an episode on it. But from what Have I you heard the theory that like the... Oh, sorry, finish Tartaria. I want to I know more. No, this is just the Bronze Age. The Bronze oh, the Bar- Age yeah, didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, um, just that there's about 12,000 years shaved off. Uh, this could actually tie in because I thousand two hundred. Have you heard the theory that like the you know there's all these theories about the the flood and like who what was wiped out whatever it was maybe a civilization with more uh, technology or what have you. The, there's yeah, the, the one yeah. theory talked about this on Adam Nutter show today, so it's fresh in my mind that like um that the the that was Bigfoot. It was the Bigfoot civilization that had this technology, and then oh, yeah. I kind of connected that to, like the Nephilim thing and the giants mentions in the Bible. So maybe like maybe those guys we're the fucking Bigfoots and we like wiped them out and there's just maybe a few remaining and they've been also almost entirely wiped out by humans or floods or whatever the fuck. So now they mostly stay underground, occasionally kidnap people. And now they hide in their homes since COVID. Mark, this is That's what my... I'm, this is what I'm willing to believe. Yeah. Yeah. What I just said. I mean, yeah, I, I'm a, okay. Yeah. I, I'm fully willing to believe it. Yeah. As well. Yes. And they're yeah. probably working for Satan. I think well, there I might be some, yes. Yeah. Oh, boom. You just nailed it right there. I was yes. literally about saying that. I think there might be one difference between what you and I are saying. <laughs> the only difference I think is that that species was a malevolent species of bad guys who ruled over humankind. And that's why we're bad. <laughs> well, that's kind the, of, yeah, no, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. The giants I mean, were I like why, the yeah. children of the Nephilim, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like maybe we're that fallen was the angels. Place. Right. Yeah. Fallen angels. So maybe Bigfoots so, are like the, the spawn of fallen angels, essentially. We just and cracked like, the code. You've, you've heard of the did. giant of Kandahar, theory, right? And they live in the hollow earth. Boom. They, well, right. some of them live in the hollow earth. Some of them live at the end of the flat earth. And some we are on the timeline earth podcast would probably say demons come from under the line. Under the yeah. line, yeah. That makes sense. Parallel. Yeah, but I'm going to start rolling with that theory. That, uh, go I mean, fuck yourselves. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone tie the Bigfoot directly to the Nephilim, so I'm going to I'm gonna coin that one. That's yours. You can have that one. Mark, thank you so much for coming on, coining new ideas. Uh, it's, it's new sponsorships, new podcasts. Yeah, did a lot. You, you're, I, and you are my one of the most legendary podcasters who's ever lived. You've been podcasting since the year 2004. Really, an amazing <sighs> career that you've had. I, I just googled Nephilim and Bigfoot, and someone already has a whole book about this. It's called the, the, Nef- the Nephilim Fuck. Among Us: The Identity and Origin of Sasquatch and Other Mysterious Creatures. Damn. Well, well we better I guess I didn't coin it. Online. Thank you for plugging someone else's book. <laughs> yeah, you can buy that at Amazon. <laughs> I gotta go, says now I gotta go find that link <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> the only sale we made through a sponsorship was through an Amazon link for someone else's book. Unreal. Unreal. Well, Mark, do you have any other plugs? Uh, I should probably name the stuff I do. Lionsofliberty.com for all your uh, your best Liberty podcasts. Uh, secondprintcomics.com for your, all your nerdy comic book podcasts. Uh, Substack, markclair.substack.com. Uh, I like to tweet, at Mark D. Clare. That's about it. 
Great tweeter. Aaron, do you have anything? Anything you want to plug? <laughs> any don't don't make don't do it. <laughs> don't no, do I, it. Uh, I'm not going to. I, I told you I'm uh, not going. I'm gonna be nice. Um you can find me on Twitter. I I literally just have a new account just, up because you I, just got banned. You just I, got banned. Uh, yeah. So you can find me. Um, give me a follow. And uh, Boys Town with Aaron and Timeline Earth. You can find them too. Wow. Thanks for the plug, buddy. Um, all what right. What about you, Bird? Are you going to plug your uh, your address um, in Miami? Dude, how great would it be to plug my stuff on, on our show? <laughs> Uh, bird Archist, yes, TLE Bird Archist. Do that. Also, um, how many hands are on the wheel, Aaron? <laughs> there are two hands on the wheel as of the second. <laughs> Good. Squaw. Someone should confirm Car's live after this. Just, I'm, I'm a little curious. Ah, he's fine. He, 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 he does this every once in a while, just disappears. Yeah. yeah. PTO comes back everyone. high on track, strung out. It's I started the show in the light and the room has slowly gotten darker. Unreal.